Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, welcome. You got to harmonize, Luke. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> welcome. Welcome. <laughs> That's perfect. I had a perfect pitch, I think. I did like a test online. There was like a YouTube video and it worked out whether you had perfect pitch or not. Yeah. And it uh, turns out turns out I, I um um they said i've got a brain injury <laughs> <laughs> you know listen you know how obnoxious i can be when it comes to how good i think i am at singing so uh, yeah but you are the difference is though you are actually quite good at singing it's very upsetting that you've got a skill that i don't have it's uh, well hang on, there's more than one yeah hey hang on hang on mate yeah you should have seen the size of the lunch i just ate <laughs> ah, the uh lesser known off menu item the three foot sub <laughs> well, welcome to the luke and pete show very much the three foot sub of podcasts uh, i'm luke moore and that's pete donaldson have you ever seen um those lads trying to take a sewer pipe well it's not a sewer pipe it's just a toilet pipe a waste pipe out of uh, a wall uh in in the it, it looks like a kind of like one of those old council miners houses um, with you know that you, you got like a back alley and stuff yeah. where where everybody puts their bins. It looked like one of those kind of houses. It's just a yard, and they were taking this uh, this waste pipe out, and it was fine coming out. But as soon as they started to tilt it a little bit, a succession of just just the most horrific, and you you just know exactly what it smelt like. And the lads are on roofs, and they're just vomiting, and nobody can handle it. One bloke's just laughing his head off, and he can't believe it. It's such a good clip. And I just sort of go, how are they going to get rid of all that shitty toilet paper that's now in someone's yard? Yeah, horrible, if you want, if you want to know stuff. what it's like being friends with Pete, like the, you, you, all you need to do is kind of rewind thirty seconds and just listen to the way he asked that question, like it was, "Have you seen the latest episode of Better Call Saul?" It was, "Have you seen, um, <laughs> have you seen?" those lads pulling a sewer pipe for the shit out of a wall yeah I think uh, yeah but I think Netflix it's cheaper the better call Saul I'm just saying yeah indemnity insurance of a builders is much less than an actual production I told you I'm sure I told you on this I mean obviously the the greatest ever sewage story is the the Jim Campbell um, crappening story which the guys guys listening to this show now would have heard and you can go back and listen the last time Jim was on but um, I had this idea for a TV kind of show and right. um, I had it, I had the idea years ago. Like I promise you, yeah. I had. You know, remember famously, and listen, Ben Bailey Smith will back me up on this. Famously, you know, I had the idea for Gogglebox before Gogglebox. Right. 
Right, okay. But yeah. I had it about mm. football. I had it about get ex players to watch mm. current football matches. Right, so it's yes. exactly the same format in my mind. It looked exactly the same, but it was. It's bas- isn't it not basically what Jules does on a Saturday afternoon? <laughs> yeah, no, but, you, score, but, but it's, it's far more casual than that. So you basically get. So right. I, I actually gave, I actually put the idea to Ray Parler. He was quite up for it. Um, yeah. Partly because he loves a beer and he loves a pound note, and so I don't think he listened to anything. <laughs> loves a sofa. Yeah, and and after the, after that, the pitch didn't really make any difference. Um, mm. He and and what I would have is I'd have like, you know, um, footballers old footballers watching any kind of football game and you could kind of refine it however you want but it's exactly mm. like Gogglebox but you flick between footballers watching the game right, right but in okay. a much more I casual see. way yeah. not in a kind of there's been a goal but where's it who to Chris Kamara not like that but like a problem mm-hmm. in full thing anyway so I had that idea so my track record's already very good right I, I pitched <laughs> it to Ben Baysmith he thought it was a brilliant idea and it went nowhere for, for whatever reason probably I got caught up doing something else but anyway <laughs> I had this idea which I think would be a brilliant TV show which is essentially mm. when you get like, um, say, people go out on the town on a Saturday night. Yeah, right? they have like live body cams on the whole the whole night. So and it's you like can watch uh, it. you can tune in live streaming it whenever you want. It's like the uh, it's like the prodigy uh, video. Like I smack my bitch up video. Yeah, yeah. I understand it will probably be a million times more boring than that because most nights out are really boring. But, but like I would, yeah. I would one hundred percent pay a subscription mm. to yeah. live stream body cam footage of all mm. the pubs in any provincial town there I grew up kicking out. But, but it de- right, okay. But it depends on oh, what the body cams of policemen, no, or of everyone, bouncers, just or of just everyone, everyone, and I could be my so own vision different... mixer. Right, take me, <laughs> take me back to Big Gav now. Take me back to Big don't Gav. Make me... Don't make me do the the ATM switcher. Don't make me do the. Don't make me make that one. We've got four cameras, and that keeps breaking down. Covered yeah. up, covered up on Cinderella's Guildford. <laughs> Coming up next, problems at problems at Mill. <laughs> no, I'd love to. I'd love to be a flip sure. between Big Gav kicking off at the kebab shop. Yeah, and flick back to Ash the Bash struggling to get to get his trousers up again after taking a piss that he's just been arrested for. I, I want to watch it, and I think the reason what's inspired me is that is that legendary Twitter feed, Decent Patter, where it's basically right. the, the best of Scottish life in one Twitter mm. feed, and you know, one minute it's like an old woman kicking off in the pub and beating up a younger bloke, and the next minute mm. it's a bloke, who, you know, a kid with his mates who's climbed a tree, fallen out the tree, but his pants have been caught on a branch and his cock and balls are out and all his mates are laughing at him. Like, <laughs> or, and, then, and then the next minute it's a bloke who hasn't got the right footwear on to be going, walking up an icy hill with his kids mm. and keep sliding all the way down the bottom of it over and over again. Like, that, just... that everyday life kind of stuff is what I'm all about. Yeah. Well, I just think that, um, imagine like explaining um, the smartphone to Jeremy Beadle. He'd be like, because he, he relies on people filming with old DV cameras or VHS cameras or even Super 8 cameras. Um, what's going on? People just, you know, fixing stuff. Nowadays, people film stuff all the time. Yeah. And you've got CCTV on top of that. It's, it's, he missed the golden age he did actually. of you being framed. He, he, it's actually a very, very tough thing to take when you think about that Beadle's not around to witness what is essentially, you know, a Pandora's box slash land yeah. of milk and honey to him yeah. he, he, he'd be the one who could really unlock the potential of it because he'd have so much raw material to work with <laughs> do you reckon they uh, we may have spoken about this before but do you reckon they just sort of license you know they sort of they dangle the 250 quid uh, shaped carrot uh, people who yeah. would uh, want to be sending their clips in I tend to think that they probably buy these clips wholesale from like a uh, an online 
folly over vendor someone who just vends um unfortunate well, clips and stuff they uh, must yeah do. it's really interesting to think about because there's no way i don't care what harry hill says who i love and who who does the narration for you've been mm. framed there's no way people are sending that show I and mean, they're basically rehashing really old video camera clips right or yeah. they're doing what you say there but i can't believe yeah. people send stuff in now it's the same way i can't believe anyone calls into a radio station requesting to hear a song no it's that old but kind does of that like, why have you not got a copy um, yes, they do, and and it's weird because, like, as the Limmy sketch goes, if you if that's your favourite song, why have you not got a copy of it? Why have you not got a copy of that song for crying? Or about access it? it's to, a, yeah, to a stream? Like, uh, mate, or I remember, access to a stream of it? Do you remember? I mean, we, I know I understand I diverge from you and most of the general public on this, but when the mm. um, Babylon Zoo Spaceman song came out on the Levi's advert, and everyone thought it was like the best thing ever, and that advert is the fucking best advert. It's so good. Even now, right. I watch it probably once a month on YouTube. Right, it's very colourful. It's very nineties, isn't it? It's, just, it's like it's, back then, it's, everything was just so. All the saturation was turned up to a million. Yeah, it's you, epochal, you, mate. you can it's watch so it. Uh, you can watch it even if it's like a space about space or whatever. Uh, and it's it's quite whimsical and, and sci-fi, and it's parodying something that was from the fifties. You can still tell it's nineties because of the colours they use. Sorry, yeah, I wasn't really listening. I was just making sure I used the right word, epochal, but I did. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. It's very colourful, very saturated, but it's, it's still amazing. It stands up brilliantly <laughs> mm. well. I remember calling into Power FM, 103.2 Power FM, uh, yeah. as a, whatever I would have been then, a 14-year-old, mm. asking to hear that song. And the guy on the phone was like, yeah, we haven't got it. Like, What do you mean you haven't well, got no, it? No, because it, it wasn't released at that point. No, but I mean, say, oh, would it, why wouldn't they have it, though? If you've heard it... Because I've only heard that if you've got an advert. Yeah. So I called him saying, yeah. um, let's start on the Levi's advert, Spaceman song, can you play it? And he's like, we ain't got it. I don't know what it is <laughs> because it hadn't been like publicly yeah. released at that point. Okay, but that's right. 1995 or whatever. So it's a long time ago. Okay. These days, you're not calling up saying, "Can you?" Oh, I really want to hear my favourite pulp song, "Babies," which was you, by the way. Uh, I really want to hear my favourite pulp song. Can you play it? Not it's my like, favourite pulp song. That's not even the. That's not even the third most convenient way to hear it. I I was in a um, I was in a karaoke I was in, I was in an Irish pub watching some blocks do karaoke in Milan and I was like I don't think I've got a karaoke song in Hang me. And on. I think if I did have if I did have I think I would probably go for um, this is hardcore by Pulp if that f- song was more famous I think I that's my karaoke well, song I, there's people listening to this show who will mm. never in their life with respect mm. to them get the chance to mm. go to Milan right yeah. People who are listening right now in Australia, for example, who may never yep. get to visit Europe, don't have the means, uh-huh. don't have the time, you know, would love to, but will never get there. And you are spending your time in an Irish karaoke bar in Milan. Correct, correct. What's um, the rationale? Um, Did you have a body cam on? It was... Cause I, it was <laughs> I wanted to see some body cam action. It was busy... It was there was a family that looked um, like they, it, they there was a very interesting family there. They were celebrating a birthday, but there was like it was a proper big Italian family, yeah. and I just wanted to look at them. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, basically that really. So you ruined that birthday <laughs> by doing a lot of karaoke. Well, I re- ruined it by singing "This Is Hardcore" by Pulp, really eyeballing the old uh, lady of the of the troupe uh, eating a bit of. Uh, birthday cake Nonna. looking in her eyes and singing and that goes in there and that goes in there and that goes in there <laughs> and, then, and, then, <laughs> and then it's over and then when they were finally relieved it was over they just saw you on the big scene scrolling through and stopping on sorted for ease and whiz and just going back up onto the stage and oh is again. this the way they say <laughs> I think the Pulp are the, one of the worst British bands ever yeah okay I do um, I do think that 
what an in, what an interesting lie to <laughs> say on the Look at Pete show. What what a thing to say for the for the clout. What what a, what a nonsense. Lying to impress people again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Correct. That's what my that's what my autobiography is going to be called. <laughs> but you know, earlier you mentioned the um, that house, those houses where you were talking about the sewage mishap, the houses with the. Um, yeah. The back alley between the two rows of houses and the um, and the bins. That's what I basically grew up in a house exactly like that. Right. Okay. So my, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was that was kind of yeah. very a big part of my um, my childhood, and all the kids would play in that alleyway bit. Yeah. And there's not no sewage uh, from from what I remember. Um, slap. It's the sound it makes when wet toilet roll and shit slaps yeah. on the floor. Annoying. What that's going to smell like? It, I mean, just Glastonbury, isn't it? Really, it's just Glastonbury. Gla- Glastonbury was. <laughs> Like, I, I, my, my big beef with Glastonbury mm. was I don't know now because I literally haven't been since two thousand five. But my big beef with Glastonbury around that time yeah. was that you, you could be making this better for people, but you're just not. Are you talking to me? No, no, no. <laughs> well, you were, you were probably presenting one of the stages, were you, in two thousand five? <laughs> if I could do some kind of alternative indie band stage or something. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. We, we Coming up next, did... fucking add N to X or whatever it would have been. We only ever did. Uh, we only ever did uh, Glastonbury once. We only ever worked Glastonbury once, and it was uh, it's pretty bloody horrific to be honest. Just, just, just it was with one of the muddy years. No, no, just, I, no, just, uh, just doing doing backstage stuff while I was at Absolute. I was oh, just right. doing a uh, yeah, just doing the odd interviews here and there. Glas uh, Vegas, remember that? Yes, I do. Yeah, Glas <laughs> Vegas for crying remember out loud. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but my, my my point my point was that like I'm talking, I'm 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 referring to the organisers of Glastonbury. I yeah. just remember thinking, you know, um, people have paid you know a lot of money. Like, I mean, it's mm. it's fucking expensive. I mean, it's really yeah. expensive now, but it was still quite expensive back then, and. There was a lot of the thing. A lot of it was like, there's no actual reason why this can't be better. Why it can't be yeah. more hygienic. Why it can't be more sort of, you know, um, user friendly, if you like. And I remember Michael Evers got a load of stick for it a few years ago, and he and he came up with some ridiculous excuse. Like, oh, you know, the Glastonbury site is so big, there just simply aren't enough poor to lose in Britain. Absolute and bullshit. It's, you just don't want to fucking pay. You don't want to pay. It's just you don't pay. You don't. Yeah. You don't want your overheads to be reduced. The, the yeah. whole kind. Of, oh, you do. Yeah. I just like. The uh, increased, rather the uh, yeah, it's just just the goddamn um, the, the the car park. They're like just just there's just mud everywhere. And it's just a nightmare to get off. You know, it's just a nightmare to bloody get off. Just just deal. Just just, just for, certainly for the car park bit, you need to make proper car parks because it's just a nightmare to get off. Hit it. I never. Um, I don't think I ever drove. Um, no, I can remember when, when I went in 1998. Once. It still felt. I mean, obviously, I was only 17, so it's probably more to do with me than anything else. But it felt still naughty. felt quite dangerous. Yeah, it's about before you know scouts coming down in groups, just just robbing tents. But hmm. I'm I'm struggling to see why I was leaving anything valuable in my tent. Yeah, like what was I? What possible oh, I thing did I have? have anything valuable? <laughs> exactly, because I thought they'd go like what, like a like a cassette recorder or like a, a CD a player or something. Recorder. Where does that, that I mean, come from? Well, when you look at like when a you portrait look at, of the um, Queen. What are you talking about? One of those about? talk boys. <laughs> but like, when, like back in the day, you sort of like, you look back to what you owned when you were a kid and you're like, that is all fucking worthless. Completely worthless. But obviously back then, it was important to you that you ret- you, you remained the owner of that talk boy. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think, I think, I've never had a talk boy. I mean, that would have been fucking great. No. But but I I um I don't remember having anything in value. 1998, Glastonbury was so muddy, I went home early. I lost all my stuff anyway. Mm. 
So I, all my all my um, clothes had been swept away. The tent right. had gone. It was a fucking yeah. disaster. And ultimately, it was biblically bad weather. But yeah. I don't, so I don't think necessarily the Evis family, God bless them, could have done anything about that. But mm. it was like when I say it was dangerous, I, I definitely get this the the kind of the drug dealing element. Which was clearly people had just gone there, but basically people, had, had, you know, and, and if you if you're a fan of the old free market capitalism, then you know, fair enough, you, you'd mm. understand why people have gone right. Well, there's going to be 150,000 fucking captive audience customers in this field for the weekend. I'm definitely going down there, um, and so they sold the drugs being sold everywhere. I also just remember mm. there being a, almost an entire part of the camp. Um, dedicated to, to proper traveling folk, you know, traveling families. Right, who, who okay. would who would yeah. live their lives as travellers generally, and then for the for the Glastonbury Festival they would be there. And I'm pretty sure Evis had like a deal just to let them just to let them in. Like it was like part mm. of it because it's like you know there's a quite a mystical kind of element to it and stuff. Mm. Um, well, like any of the like healing because like all because you sort of think if you're um him if you're him and some uh, mystical guys want to come in. Not I'm not saying um, travellers, but mystical I'm saying, like, guys, um, mystical the, the guys, the mystical guys who hang out around the healing circle and stuff, and they, you know, they with their fire poi or whatever. They're never going to r- walk down the hill to go and watch Morby, are they? So, or maybe actually that's a bad example. Yeah, really maybe bad they would example. Go and see you confused Morby. me. It was such a all poor right. example. Going down, right, rocking from down, the crypt. Yeah, yeah, you're not. They're not going to be on the second stage of the John Peel tent. They're not going to be in there watching Feeder or Garbage <laughs> no. or Rocket from the Crypt, right? Um, they, they are John Spencer Blues Explosion, yeah. which who seem to be on every fucking year. Um, they're they're going to be just keeping to themselves in the healing field, improving the you know the the, the complementary kind of stuff that you sort of see at Glastonbury. So fundamentally. Uh, I think it's fine to let them in because they're never going to be. They're never going to con- contribute. Well, it's to, kind of uh, fine to do. Like... It's kind of fine to do what you want if it's your mm. festival, I guess. Yeah, but, but yeah. I, I, I also remember like getting there and being quite pissed off that in 1998 or whatever I'd paid like 80 quid to go because as soon as I got there, no, no one was paying to get in. Mm, like no one. Okay. It, there, there was. It, it was like you give a fiver to a geezer who would just put a ladder up against the fence. And mm. jump over. No one was stopping you. Like it was crazy. And, and also the the idea that Glastonbury is so mainstream now. I cannot stress enough how alternative and different it was, even in the nineties. Like I I was I was a bit of I think I've said this to you before, but I was a bit of an anomaly as far as I liked playing football. I was quite sporty, but I also really liked music. And I was playing for my football team at the time, and um, it was like something to do with the fact they were going to go and do like a little post-season little tour or jaunt or something and I couldn't go because I got Glastonbury tickets and they relentlessly ripped the piss out of me for going to Glastonbury you're greebo this you're hippie that you're whatever it is it was was relentless these days I mean you wouldn't be surprised if all the young kids playing for football teams would be going to Glastonbury right yeah oh definitely like it's um, it became very very middle class very quickly and it became very acceptable very quickly like me actually I became very very middle class very very quickly like (laughs) up until the age of 25 I'd never even tried an olive now you watch me go now Mm. with a what with a big bowl of olives no I don't actually really like olives again poor example but you understand the point I'm making (laughs) you don't like gherkins or olives I think vinegar is more your issue anything a bit no because I love pickled onions it's my favourite food I'll eat pickled onions until it repeats on me I uh, I've I, I find myself uh, as I get older. I keep eating things that I forget really strip the enamel off my teeth. Yeah. Um, anything on your knee, gherkin-y. I can only have a few before 
the the meal afterwards i just i cannot eat because my teeth are screaming at <laughs> yeah, me. yeah I, I find that with haribos i can't eat a haribo without my teeth really oh burning. yes yeah, yeah that's a good shout sarah brought me home some uh big fan of a, a product called sweet arts and it's like american these big american discs that are like sour and sweet and they uh and they sort of melt in your mouth and just talking about those make me salivate and uh and they're just different colors and, and flavors these dusty dis- dusty discs and uh and uh, she discs. brought me home some dusty discs, Pete's dusty discs, and uh, yeah, and, and she brought me home, and I ate half a packet, and now um, my teeth hurt, my stomach hurts, everything Jeez. hurts. I think I've isolated what uh, what the issue is with the old uh, stomach. So don't worry about that, Crohn's disease, guys. I think it's just because I ate a lot of sweets. A lot. Of so many people oh, yeah, were yeah. concerned about your potential endoscopy that it's almost it's like very sweet they hadn't listened to anything about your diet over the last four years <laughs> which is a very hey well, i've got a cold i've got a cold at the moment like things have, when you've got a cold it's like now you don't want to like give it to anyone because you like you feel like because we're covid and stuff like you know i, I maintained I, I i tested myself a couple of times it's not covid and uh but i didn't want to stick around yesterday at work because because i had a cold and so you sort of like nowadays. I think the cold is going to be the new. You stay at home now. This is perfect for yeah, the workshop. I, I, I think. Um, don't we generally have a rule at Slack anyway that if you've got a cold, you should stay home unless you have to be in for a show or whatever? Because otherwise, it yeah. just rips through the team. Yeah, true. That Are you true. not listening on that day? Yeah, but I'm not. I, I wasn't in the. Uh, if if right, if someone's off on on the ramble, it is a colossal shit show to get anyone back. Even if and and Jim was on the show, and Jim lives the closest. I think Jim should live in in the stack towers. Yeah, just be, so the, he just can be just, the, the ready ready made replacement at any point. Yeah, in pla- like behind like uh, emergency glass, he should have like a little room. Yeah. and we smash it if we need him. No, because if you smash a glass around Jim, it'll cut him. You cut up to bits. <laughs> carotid artery instantly, <laughs> yeah, and he'd yeah. die. Yeah. Um, let's have a break, oh, but Pete. Yeah. When we come back, yeah. speaking of football, I want to talk about um, something that will be of interest to our listeners: is that okay. um, my old football team from back in the day? Uh, they're now reformed as a veterans team, and they're currently on tour. Oh, nice! Yeah, the Instagram's amazing. We'll talk about it after this. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days, you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, 
Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We're back with Luke and Pete Shaw. Luke Mowers miserable old football team is back <laughs> some of the, the listeners mate saw... you want to rephrase that you want to say that to, to my friend Carl Hitchcock do you want to say that to him I do want to say that great to Carl Hitchcock great he left, know where I live great left back who used to run himself into the ground so much that I think he's now only 50 and he's got a hip replacement yeah <laughs> say that about a man like Carl Hitchcock you should be ashamed hey. of yourself Hip hip replacements are uh, as soon as I'm allowed one. I'm getting one. That's what, the one thing that anyone's had a hip replacement says is, "I wish I'd had it done twenty years ago." So as soon as I'm allowed one, I'm getting <laughs> bashed right in. I'm gonna I'm gonna put them in my arms. Alan Partridge get, always talks about Monday. Get... Talks about the different types you can get. You definitely want to go for the, <laughs> yeah. the PVC laminate, which encourages bone growth over the joint. This kind of stuff. So definitely go for that one. Don't go for the crap one. Don't get like a wood one. It's probably expensive, by the way, isn't it? Say again. They're probably uh, expensive. Yeah, probably, on the NHS. Anyway, so the great Cornwall Rangers, who I played for for a number of years as a kid. Yeah, uh, well, it was. It was like an ad- adolescent, I guess. Like a, it was, mm. It's a men's team, but I played for them yeah. from the age of 16. Um, they're yeah. back on tour, and they've been posting all their um, all their photos, the stuff they've been up to on this tour plan against the two or three Portuguese teams. And yeah. um, because it, they, are, they are a bunch of lads, and because they love to booze, and they love to do their thing, um, they've got this, um, they've posted a photo of the rules of the tour, about what's acceptable behaviour and what isn't. Okay. So, because I remember playing football with you once uh, a five-a-side tournament where uh, the lads had set up like a, behind the goal, like a little mojito table, and they were making mojitos. So, yeah. I'm I'm thinking none of that's going on. Oh, you're, it's a very, it's like that, but not as much organisation. So, basically, right. so I'll give you a couple of the rules that they're adhering to for a whole week while they're in Portugal. One of them is everyone will have been given a personalised card, which must always be kept on their person. This is a you know, this will be um, this will, there, will, there will be a whistle, and when someone blows the whistle, you must produce your card above your head. Mm. The last person to do this will have to push out ten press ups. Right? <laughs> when you hear two blasts of the whistle, you must statue yourself at that point until the whistle blows again. Uh, right. 10 press-ups if you don't do it last person down for breakfast every morning 10 press-ups no show for breakfast 20 press-ups um, and then basically it's all these different rules that essentially evolve if you offend worse and worse you basically have to buy a round of drinks for everyone all the time right okay and so they, how long are these guys on two or a four? week a week right okay and and I, think, I, think they're, football I think they're two days in I'd be very surprised right. if they're sticking to these rules now because <laughs> I mean you're basically <laughs> making it so awkward for yourself it's loads of stuff you're like yeah. left handed drinking only fucking uh, if you're the last person to finish your pint in the round you've got to down the next one all this kind of stuff right, the okay, admin yeah. alone I, but you need two or three people in the group to administer the rules and then kind of people I, I think it's important to um, to instill a sense of camaraderie in the first couple of days of the trip, but then 
after a while, I mean, gee, like people are just going to not not adhere to these. I know, and I think it's too much. It's proper. It's proper hashtag lads behaviour. Uh, I am absolutely delighted. It's one of those weird things for me because I like a, I, the guys I know that still play. I, I love dearly. It's a weird thing for me though because I am absolutely delighted that it's happening, and the only yeah. thing that makes me more delighted is that I'm not there. <laughs> because I'd last about five minutes. It's this kind of. It's kind of like a. I like. I like sort of. Uh... It's almost like a bit of Schadenfreude. I'm, I'm it, like this. That looks like a lot of fun, but not too much fun. I'm enjoying the limitations of your of your trip. It looks like a lot of fun, but on the other hand, I am 41 years old. That's what it feels <laughs> like to me. So, listen, I've not got any results of how their games are going so far. I think they're playing two or three mm. games. I'll let you know once they post the first right. result. But shout out Cornwall Rangers. Always very good to me. Enjoyed playing for them back in the day. Um, mm. And you know, in another world, in another timeline, maybe I'd be there, but I wouldn't better handle it. I wouldn't better do the drinking. I'm, I can't even run anymore, so I couldn't contribute anything on the field either. So it's best I'm not there. But I do wish them all the very best. Have you ever Portuguese been on? Portuguese a- attackers have been uh, found found themselves unkicked, untripped. <laughs> oh yeah, because <laughs> so, well, everyone's and pissed. And breathe a sigh of relief. Are you? Are you? Uh, everyone's pissed anyway. Are you? Um, have you ever been on a football tour, Peter? No. Uh, at school, we went to uh, Club Rouge. Oh yeah, uh, that's pretty cool. Club, we played football in Club Rouge uh, and uh, in in the stadium. Um, so one of my first eleven aside matches was uh, was Club Rouge. What for your was, for, uh, for your for, for your uh, school team? For school team, yeah, yeah. That's lovely it was, stuff. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I, I very much enjoyed it. You'd never mentioned lovely. that before. I think I did. Probably on the ramble, to be honest. Yeah, I've got. You've really got a kind of. I've only got a limited amount of stories, and I don't know. Whenever we've got like a new show that we're doing, I just sort of worry that well, what if I've only got a limited amount of stories. <laughs> I, mean, I think, I think if you would have been found out, you would have been found out by now, wouldn't you? That is true. We've, we've been doing this for a very, very, yeah, very long I, I, I time. Don't, I think this time has passed for worrying about that kind of thing. I mean, people either like you or they don't, right? <laughs> I think I, 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 I reckon if someone did some proper forensic in-depth analysis of this show and found out how many times certain stories have been told, it would be way up there, so... Twenty percent new. Uh, it's a little. We're a little bit like um, a Seinfeld or a Jerry Seinfeld or a. I'm trying to think of famous um, celebrity stand-ups in America. They only add like five percent uh, new stuff to a new show. People actually go to hear the hits, hear the greatest hits. I quite like that though. Like I, the <laughs> amount of times I've been, like... the amount of times I've been sat around the dinner table with friends and people yeah. you've known for a while or whatever, and yeah. after a couple of drinks or whatever, someone like, oh, tell the so-and-so story. And you still really enjoy it. Like it's, it's like it's still it's interesting one to hear how the stories develop and sort of change and mould with memory, but also yeah. it's just funny to be in the presence of someone hearing that story for the first time when you already know it. But you know, yeah, but you know for a fact. But I mean, the difference is you don't go out and then buy a t-shirt saying "Dinner Party 2022" <laughs> uh, on the way out to tell That's everyone awkward. that you really tried. To I won't give it tomorrow. Now. <laughs> well, we had a, we had a dinner party last night, Peter. You didn't attend, so you did. You well, I had a call. Didn't want to give everyone the sniffles, did I? It's fair enough. Brave. So, the, so the place we went to is the same place as last time. For those listening, yes. it's a restaurant called Primeur in North London. Delicious. And we go there because it's got a big round table and in a private room. And it's not, yeah. it's you know, it's it's um, it's just much more conducive to having a good good crack with the whole team, and everyone from Stack goes, and they it's bring, like a big podcasting table. Yeah, it is actually, <laughs> but they do it in family style. So they bring, it's what they call in America family style, right? Where you just bring loads of food out in the middle, and you just help yourself, kind of thing. Yeah, and um, it's actually really nice. And um, you remember last time we had beef, Pete, and it was really good. Yes, it was, it was like it was like a proper little roast dinner, but in the evening. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, lots of fun. But this time I did kind of similar stuff, but instead of beef, it was chicken with andouille sauce. 
Okay. Have you had Undo Your Sauce? And do you like it? <laughs> is it is it wicked? Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, yeah it's really nice. I'm just letting you know. I'm just using the Luke Pete show because I haven't actually spoken to you since last night to say cool. that it's actually okay. a nice time right. and you and you were missed, mate. <laughs> well, Luke, do you know what I like to eat? Uh, is it batteries? It's batteries. Yeah. It's batteries because yeah. it's a Thursday. We're doing batteries. If you found an interesting battery in something you own, uh, we, we want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. Um, we left this to the right to the end of the show. Let's get them done. Uh, last week we had a hat trick of brand new players. Can we do it again? Is the question. Looking at some of these rotters, probably not. <laughs> Gary has got in touch. Uh, my girlfriend took me on a surprise trip to uh, Slovakia uh, for my birthday. As soon as we got to the accommodation, the remote controls came out, and I had to check for some potential new. <laughs> We're ruining, right? We are ruining relationships. It's a fucking illness. Uh, we've got some, we've got some Tinko and some Omni remotes. Uh, uh, keep up the good work, Gary. Tinko, I'm fairly certain they're not new. I think we've seen them before because it reminds me of the um, TV show. Is it Tenko? Yeah. Tenko. And Omni remotes. That sounds like one we will have already heard of. Yeah, I it's, think, it's, anyway. it's two no's. I'm afraid, Gary. Gary, um, so it wasn't sorry, even mate. worth ruining a surprise What's... trip. That your girlfriend planned for you, mate, and that probably reset something in the uh, aircon remotes, and you've just you've just, like for the rest of the holiday you couldn't get the aircon working. Awful stuff. Yeah. Um, Greg, uh, hello lads, I've recently returned from the home of the Bexel, South Korea, and offer you up these Funtra Digitals. Any chance they're a new player, or have they already been sent in twenty times, including someone last week, Greg? <laughs> um, so weirdly enough, when I first saw this pop in to the running order, courtesy of producer Rory, I mm. thought these would be a new player. Thuntra. But um, Greg is um, unfortunately the second person to send in Thuntra. Oh, unlucky, um, Greg. That's as close to being a new player as it can be. Yeah, Andrew Law sent them in on the 1st of April last year. And the Law um, won. And the Law won. Andrew the Law, law won. Uh, has yeah. beaten you to the punch, I'm afraid. Um, unlucky, mate. Sir, but thank you very much for trying anyway. Cheers, Greg. Unlucky. Uh, Silas has got in touch. Hey, chaps, love your work, and I'm surprised how much I enjoy this segment after four years. <laughs> some people hate it. Like, some people get really vexed about it now. It's funny. Well, th- well, what I like about this show is that they probably thought they were getting away with no batteries, and we just and we right at yeah. the end, we give them the sucker punch. We forgot punch. to do it, and then uh, Rory came on and said, do it, please, it's Thursday. All right, yeah, okay, right, fine. Okay, no, that, we just yeah, fucking that say, happened. be honest, mate. That, ha- that happened as well. Uh, hey, chaps, love your work, and I'm surprised how much I enjoy this segment after four years, but a literal, little uh, battery acid on the hands later from this old Canadian AC remote. I might have a new player. May I present to you the XRD Zinked, as in XI, Xinked, basically. Exinked, Xinked, yeah. the XRD Xinked. Keep up the great work, Silas. I don't think I've ever heard of these ones before, and it's weird... That we remember which ones we've seen before and which ones we haven't, in my opinion. Yeah, it is. So, Silas, first of all, there's a lot of fucking things to get through here. And I want to make sure yeah. I do them all. Silas, great name. Mm. Great to hear great from stuff. you because it's a fantastic name. Uh-huh. Secondly, XRD Zincta are a new player. So, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Uh, well done, mate. You're the only person this week to get a new player entering the game. So, well done. Thirdly, and I cannot stress this enough, based on the photo you've attached here... You really need to put that straight in the bin and wash your hands because those batteries look like they are 50 years old and are going to poison <laughs> someone at some point. And if it's not you, I don't want it to be anyone else. So please, yeah. please put them in the bin and wash your hands. <laughs> Delicious. Great. To get, one out of three. We didn't maintain the standard of last week. It's not it well, I never very understand. difficult to about leaky batteries is like the, the, after a while they start to get all like powdery and white yeah. and I just wonder what this is it just the paper breaking down inside I can't figure well, you, it out you really, not, I was raised to be absolutely terrified of battery acid 
Oh yeah, it was like it was like the scariest thing you could possibly deal with. Yeah, I mean, it was, like, you know, I killed. You know, they threatened Roger Rabbit with it. And, you know, it Did just they? acid in what? a big vat. It just, it just felt like it just felt so destructive. The word acid obviously just freaks you out, right? Yeah, that's definitely part. Don't of like it. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, um, Pete. That's probably it, isn't it, for Thursday? Should we get? It certainly out of is, unless Rory's got something to do, <laughs> something for us to do at the end. Um, let's just say goodbye. Now, drop the email address on the socials because you didn't do that earlier either. You naughty sausage. All right then. Hello at go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You know we do the absolute Hello. radios. We did absolute Hello radios for about six months <laughs> after you left absolute. Hello at com if you'd like to get in touch with the show and that's also where you can send your battery brands. We're also on Twitter. We're also on Instagram and that's where you can check out uh, me and Luke in a car park. Uh, some CCTV footage of us both just dicking about. Yeah. Um, and all kinds of stuff really. My my, uh, my meal was posted last week I believe. Uh, the chilli slash um, air fried crab sticks slash yeah. um, cheese monstrosity I made when my partner was away. It really is no surprise I'm unwell. We also, I mean, we are the only people that I know of who are posting things on Instagram which makes people less likely to want to follow. We're like um, reverse influencers. <laughs> Afflu- yeah. No, not affluencers. Uh, effluvian influencers. We're repellent to influence. We're, we're fucking scumbags. Yeah. We See you on Monday. All right. Ta-ta. Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.